it up for Ohio State. You've waited all day for this. Don't let that stand in the way. He's going to take it to the house. 85 yards. Down the right side going Devin Smith. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. The one show that's nothing but the Buckeyes. Oh! And for the touchdown. Kraft shoots it high on the right for three. Yes! This is the Buckeye Show. All right, here we go on a nice little Thursday edition. Ladies night, my favorite day of the week. Throwback Thursday, only I'm not going to do a throwback Thursday because we are coming to you from a podcast only Buckeye show. So if you're listening to us, you are absolutely one of our dearest and closest friends. And we thank you very, very much. We love you. Love, love you more than you could possibly imagine. I'm Timmy Hall, as you know, and how about a little producer's corner here? I saw him hanging around the building. I said, hey, hey, you, Hayden, Triple H, get your ass in here. This really chaps my ass. More on that later. (laughs) I I need somebody to talk to, and you love betting on games. You love talking about college football and pro football and all the good things that we discuss. Plus, you've been on the Buckeye Show before. So what's going on, man? What are you doing here today? Dude, I'm just, uh, you know, I really just came in here because I just wanted to hang out. I didn't have much work to do. I was like, I just want to be at the station right now. So I'm here at the station, and you called me in here. Perfect. You know, I see, when I look at you, I see myself. You just come You just come to the station because you want to be here. I mean, we're not, you and I, we're not, we're not Tyvis Powell, right? We can't, we can't come in here and bring you that I was the defensive MVP of the national championship game. Big 10 networks, not picking up that phone and calling us. Not yet. At least <laughs> there's always time. There's, there's always, always, game there's left. always time. I mean, they got a hall working there and Tyvis says that Mike Hall is the funnier hall right now. So I got some work to do in that regard, but you just got, you got to show up. You got to be here. What, what are you really doing? What is your workload today? Yes, of Thursday. Course. What are you doing today? Yes, of course. I'm actually working on the Ohio Sports Magazine, which airs Saturday mornings. Oh. So you can hear that. Usually you got the guys. Um, is that a Matt Andrews That is a show? Matt Andrews production, mm. along with Paul Keels and Mark the Shark, and then a little bit of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We got a whole platter of Ohio sports on the Ohio Sports Magazine, which you can hear on the fan Saturday mornings. Did you say a little bit of the ultimate Cleveland sports show is on that? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Every single week or is that just Every a specialty week, thing? Just for a this little week? bit. Just a little bit. Just a little a sliver. Little, a little taste. Yeah. Like of Tyvis Powell yeah, doing something. Yeah, I'm gonna have Tyvis on this week. I get to choose and I'm gonna be I'm gonna, you know, give my give my dude some uh some airtime. Tyvis right, is gonna get right, some. Yeah. All right, look at him. you. Look at you. I think I do think it's fascinating here that we have we have gotten to the point now where I I pay attention to more than you could possibly know. Like I have my hand in some different things that I I like to self-proclaim I'm the director of special projects when we have like a Buckeye replay thing that needs to get done. I will do a lot of the legwork for those productions. But I did not really know that tidbit that you just gave me. So that's actually informative. That's good to know of the happenings at the station. My point being said is we have got a lot going on right now. And I think everybody, like we need everybody that's on our staff right now. I think we're in a good place where everybody's got a job. Everybody's got something that they are paying attention to and taking care of every see, single day. See my hands? See the deck? Right. My hands are on the deck. They're on the deck, but you're, you mean even while you're here, you're actually doing something in another studio right now. Yeah. There's work being done while you're helping out right here. Deck's got jobs for me, so my hands are on them. <laughs> it's it's pretty good, man. So, you know, one of the fascinating, one of the one of the fun things that we're going to do 
in this this is going to be a quick pod too like we're only going to we're only going to do this for about 10 minutes or so and get you excited we're for gonna what's get, coming up we're going to get in we're going to get out because Look we at know you. you got a football on the desk I do. it's just i do you got football energy right now do you know the story? I know you folks can't see this football, but you know what a football looks like. It looks so very real. This is, the, this is sort of the magic of radio, right? We have to be descriptive and tell the stories. It is a official Wilson NFL pigskin. This is a game-used NFL pigskin. Do you know the story behind this? Have I told you before? Yes, you have told me. It is a, a pretty incredible story. This is one of those you were just... No, your dad. My dad was yeah. in the stands. I, was, I don't think I was alive at this point. This was early 80s. I might guess 1982, Three River Stadium. Fittingly enough, that was a Browns-Steelers game in Pittsburgh. Oh, my gosh. Because Who won I that was, game? Who won that game? I couldn't tell you, okay, man. Okay. I couldn't tell you. You'd think I'd look it up to get the full story about this football. Probably but the Steelers, let's be honest. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, it probably was the Pittsburgh Steelers in the early 80s. But this did come off the foot of one Matt Barr, Browns kicker. Wow. And it was back when the the nets behind the goalposts were still a little bit new, and they weren't raising them up high enough. And it was just a standard extra point, and he just sailed it right over the net. My dad had a seat right there in the end zone, caught the football, actually said he had to leave the game too because that many people were trying to attack him to take the football away. So he just covered up, two hands over it with his forearms over it, and just headed out into the tunnel and just left the stadium. That's how you do it. So yeah, Brown Steelers, which of course is the Thursday nighter, but you talk about physical rough and tumble AFC North classic, you know, styles of, of play. And with what Ohio state is facing this Saturday. Yeah. Like we've got that offense. We we just put up 77 points. That's not very AFC North like, but Wisconsin does feel AFC North like, you know, the way they play, how they are sort of built from their linebacker unit. And then, you know, sometimes they'll have some dynamic cornerbacks or safeties. And of course they've had Watts on the defensive line, but really known for their linebacker play on the defensive side of the ball. And Jim Leonard, what he does, they are always stout. And then offensively, it's from their offensive line and their physicality in the run game. They've never really had that quarterback that scares you. So You know, Ohio State's still an 18-and-a-half-point favorite. I feel pretty good about that based on what I saw offensively. But it's always going to be you're a little puckered up when you're going into that first Big Ten game. It's a night game. You love having the atmosphere on your side. But Wisconsin, there's a certain type of mindset that you've got to have, and we don't really know it until we'll see it from these Ohio State players. Yeah, which is why I think it's kind of a good thing that they're trying to make this game a special occasion, Tim, with the whole blackout and the alternate uniforms. Obviously, you already had one really big primetime game earlier this year, and this is an opponent that you're expecting to be even worse than you beat the first and like big primetime game here. So I don't doubt that Ryan Day will have the boys ready for this one. Jim Knowles was, was talking in the press conference this week how he understands the kind of football that the Big Ten West kind of brings just in general here with some of those teams, like you said, heavy on the linebackers, heavy on the run game. That's coming in, and um, I think the Buckeyes are really up for the challenge. I think this is a game where if you ask some of the former defensive players that have played like Bobby Carpenter and Tyvis Powell, they earned to play in games like this where they're just going to be running the ball because it really tests your, you know, how physical you can get. And football is a physical sport, and I'm really, really excited for tomorrow night. I mean, it's the first Big Ten game 
the Buckeyes have played since, you know, since the one. So I'm looking forward to Ohio State getting out there. Since the bad one. Right. Yeah. Right. And I'm kind of, I kind of don't love that everybody's projecting Ohio State to win the Big Ten championship. But, you know, like it's kind of like crowning the Buckeyes before they deserve to be crowned. I guess I just would like to see us go win a Big Ten game now and then we can start talking about that stuff again. So I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow night's game a, for that a million reason. a million percent the side that i am most focused on is still this ohio state defense it's still there because of everything we just said about wisconsin's identity for how they run the football and with braylon allen and they've got you know three four other dudes that'll carry the football too they got a lot of guys involved against new mexico state just like ohio state got a lot of dudes involved against toledo but Allen's this six foot two, six three, two hundred and forty pound bruiser type of back. You know, he's a throwback Wisconsin, you know, style of running back. You know, you you go back to hit the, him low. You go back to the dudes that they used to have that would just run over you like a Mack truck. Yeah. So it starts with guys like Tommy Eichenberg and Steel Chambers and the defensive line, Michael Hall Jr. being back and being healthy Huge. after he took last game off. Things like that, that push up the middle are going to be major. And I just, I need to see more ferociousness out of Zach Harrison, JT Tuimoloau, and Jack Sawyer. I need to see, it's not going to be about going after the quarterback every single time. It's going to be about, you know, setting the edge and containing their run game and how physical are you going to be and not have tackles broken. That's what it'll be for me. Right, and how... And how much in shape are you? You know, because it gets brutal going snap after snap, run game. You know, the offensive linemen are coming after you hard. You got to, you know, that's that's a huge test for these guys. And I'm really looking forward to. It. I'm glad that we're playing Wisconsin because on the schedule this year, because we got Michigan coming up later, and Michigan's going to be doing that same thing with Blake Corm. They're going to be running him, running him, yeah. running him. So this is a really, really good look for the Ohio State defense, which I think you and I would both agree, even though you've you know said you want to see more out of them, has looked drastically better than last year, right? Wouldn't you say? Maybe not drastically, but a little bit. It's be- better. Yeah, it's, okay. it's better. Okay. Yeah, it's and that's what you're going for. You do want to see a lot better, and I don't know if I can get there yet. Because we're still so early in the season, but and it kind of feels like going. based off how Notre Dame is doing that they haven't played anyone good yet. You know what I mean? Doesn't it feel like that? Like Toledo's a quarterback, obviously yeah, had some of nice moves, does. but yeah, and that and that quarterback presented some problems. Honestly, and that's that's why you're not all the way there because of what they were able to do. And Jim Knowles even said it himself: that was not a silver bullet caliber performance. No. There, that no. just wasn't. Giving up 21 points there. Were you the guy that was cutting player sound this week? We had, you know, I think Wednesday night was when some Ohio State players meet with the media. I was off Wednesday. That's great because I want to give you this one. We're just mentioning Buckeye linebackers. This was Steel Chambers, and this was a comment, I believe, on how they're doing. See, they know Big Ten play is coming, and they are dialing it up a little bit. More padded practices Steel, I don't know if you, you tell me whether he actually likes it, doesn't like it, if it's just sort of is what it is. But I, I love uh, I love the language that he's going to drop in this short little clip here. Oh, hold on one second. Big emphasis. We're going full pads two times a week now, so that's that's different. That really traps my ass. But I mean, it's whatever we need to get physical uh, for a game like this. Chaps, the ace is what Steel Chambers says. Hey, I'd rather have it. <laughs> I'd rather have it be getting chapped in practice than on the field, on Safe Light Field on Saturday night. You know, so I'm okay if his ace is getting. Chaped. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, 
I like it. He's honest, you know, like, hey, I this- can't believe it, man. All this padded practice. Thought we were past that, you know? Really chaps the ass. It does suck. It does suck. Going the difference Hard between, work, man. between shells and full padded practice is brutal. It's it is really brutal. But you know, back in the day they didn't even they didn't even practice in shells. It was full padded every single day. So uh if this is what it takes to make us a little tougher, I'll take it. I a say- guy you know, and a guy named Steele. A guy named Steele. We haven't really talked about what a great football name he has. I wonder if it's short for anything, that. like Steelium or no, Steel. I don't think Steelium. I don't know. No, don't even try. <laughs> I know you're trying to get cute with Steelson? that. There's no, there's no getting cute with a name like Steel. What if there is? is. What if there's a full like? What if it's you know? What if I don't Steely? know? Steely? Yeah, could like be Steely, Steely Dan. Yeah, Steelard. There's, a lot. there's so many. Steelard. Yeah, just a lot of name <laughs> endings that you could throw on Steel that could work. I don't know. But a guy with that name, he can't be upset about extra padded practices. A guy like Steel Chambers welcomes that, and he's shown us to be a tough son of a gun the way he flies around to the football. Right, he has been. T- he has been an an absolute tra- great transition. Him and Tommy Eichenberg both have been, I think, really, really good and have stepped up a lot. And that it, they seem like two guys that took to heart what happened to them in late November last year and are trying to put it back on their opponent. And uh, yeah, so I've been very, very happy and very pleased to see how those guys have played. So one of the things that I've already done, if you guys follow us on the social media accounts, and if not, please do because you would have you would have missed this, but. In either way, if either way, if you're listening to this podcast, you will now have a chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Buckeyes take on Wisconsin. That is unless the contest is over and they've already been given out. <laughs> there there is that chance. That's There's the that's chance. the one thing when it's a podcast and you know they're only somewhat evergreen when we're doing a show kind of on Thursday night here when we're going to have another uh, live program on Friday night getting ready for the matchup. But that's what we've said. So at the Buckeye Show, that's our social media account because as you're listening to this, I have already put out a tweet that might have told you something is in this podcast that you'll you'll have to find the answer to. And uh, you can give that to us and tweet it at the Buckeye Show. And if you've done that, maybe, maybe you've picked up tickets. And that's going to be awesome because it will be – a hell of an environment for some lower bowl seats. Wear black. For the blackout. Yes. Yeah. You might have heard that's a blackout. Going to have the specialty helmets. So that's cool. Triple H, one other quick thing to do here because we won't really have the time to get it done on Friday is to throw out some picks. Tyvis and I give you some weekly picks and we're tied on the season so far. Both of us are nine and eight. Of course, that's ATS. Give us some credit. That's not just picking straight winners. That's against the number right there, the way real men do it. So here we go, some picking time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Buckeye Show's fastest football picks in the world. All right, Hayden, so our first game, we go with the Buckeyes, minus 18 and a half versus Wisconsin. I do actually like Ohio State right now. I can certainly see this could come down to the end, whether they get that extra touchdown or not, but I'll roll the dice with them on that offensive performance they put out there. I could see... I could see like a 35-17. I could I could go with that. So, yeah. But it, actually, I'll need more. I could see a 35-14. Yeah, yeah. 35-14. There you go. That's that math for you. Yeah, man. I'm going to also jump on that with you. I think Wisconsin maybe gets a couple touchdowns. Uh, the, the scary thing is, is they are going to be running the ball a lot, which will drain a lot of clock. So Ohio State's really going to have to make do on all their possessions. 
which I think they got the nerves out. This is their fourth straight game at home. Should be, uh, they should be in the groove. I mean, they scored 77 points last game. I don't know how you don't like them to cover 18 against Wisconsin. Plus, they like to put the absolute laser beam on Big Ten West opponents when they come here. They did the same thing to uh, Purdue last year, and that was a 20-point spread. And Purdue, I think... I think last year's Purdue team would beat this year's Wisconsin team. So that's how I that's where my logic goes. I'm taking the 18 or I'm covering 18 with you with Ohio State on that one. Tyvis is taking Ohio State as well. And I will tell you this, I have not been this excited to sit down and watch my alma mater play a football game in easily over 10 oh, years. Oh yes. Easily over 10 years. They have given you no reason to care, but You've got four of the blue bloods in basketball you might have heard this week are all three and oh. Kansas and, and Indiana Duke. too. And Indiana. Yep. <laughs> There's Kansas a lot of them. Kansas and Duke are both undefeated, and the Jayhawks host the Blue Devils in Lawrence, and they are seven point favorites. I, of course, am rock chalking up and down the block. I'm so sorry to do this to you, Tim, because I have won a lot of money on Kansas early on this year, but the facts are just this that Duke is one of the best non-conference against the spread teams in the world. They just are. They went to Northwestern. They were like a nine-point dog to Northwestern and ended up winning by a touchdown. So I'm going to ride with the Blue Devils on this one. I think it'll be a close game. I think both these opponents look at each other like, well, this is a great chance for us to continue to stay, to, to continue to truly get out of that basement, right? Both these programs have been in that basement of their conference. I think they both feel like this is to prove that we're not in the basement anymore. You're so. going to pay for that. Tyvis is also <laughs> picking Duke, but it's just because he's trolling me on that. And no other reason he said Duke by 30 or 50, he might've said. So this interesting big 10 game also hadn't played any competition yet in Maryland. We know the story with Maryland. They like to start hot every year and then they will crash and burn at a certain point in time. Michigan minus 17 versus Maryland. I have to take the bad guys. I don't quite think Michigan has been tested yet, but I think what they've shown, they could possibly dust up the Terps at home. So I'll go with the Wolverines. Yeah, you know, Maryland and Talia Tungavailoa haven't, they haven't really looked as good as I thought they would have offensively for me. I thought they would have came out scoring a little bit more points against their first few opponents because they haven't really played anybody either. Uh, Michigan, I'm just, they're, they're lighting up everybody right now. They really are looking to me like a, a team that's a serious threat, maybe even better than Ohio State. And I don't want to say that, but they seriously look like an absolute wagon. Again, they haven't played anybody. I'm going to wait till they prove me wrong. So I'm going to take Michigan minus 17 as well. All right. Tyvis has uh, logged the pick for Maryland right there with the points. One in the ACC. We've got Wake Forest plus seven versus Clemson. I'm just giving you the home teams first every time here, folks. So Wake Forest plus seven versus Clemson. I got to go with the Tigers right here. Wake Forest still just doesn't strike me as that dominant program. So uh, Clemson, I think they can get the job done. Sam Hartman is back, though. And, you know, they did go to the ACC championship game last year. Um, I actually didn't have a pick on this one. I had the over 55 and a half. I really like that. Sam Hartman overs have been awesome. Um, <laughs> and I'm just going to take Sam Hartman on this one. I'm going to take the, the Demon Deacons, uh, the underdog in this one. Uh, that's what I like. All right. Tyvis has the pick for Clemson right there. And uh, this one in the SEC, Tennessee minus 10 and a half versus Florida. A lot of people not sure what we've got with the Vols yet, but I am going to go with the orange and white at uh, Neyland Stadium. Great college football environment. 
Lots of airplane bottles floating around there on the walk-in. I have taken it in. That was about 10 years ago. Great. Great to check off the bucket list. I'll go with Tennessee here. Yeah, Josh Heupel's got him going in the right direction. I like Hendon Hooker. I like Small. They're uh, they're white. They're running back. Um, I like a lot about their team. Then they've they've gotten a big win to start the year against in Pittsburgh. Um, and Florida has just shown they also had a big win, but they've shown that they're pretty much just Anthony Richardson out inconsistent. There. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm gonna t- take Tennessee. Tyvis has logged it for Florida right there. Then we've got Texas A&M minus two versus Arkansas. Arkansas scared me a little bit. I might have been ready to pick them, but they got pushed by a very low-level football team last week, and they had to rally to win that one. I'll go with Texas A&M and Jimbo. Same thing. I love Arkansas overs in this one, so I'm going to take over 48 and a half, so there's a little pick there. And then what was the line? I'm sorry. I didn't minus have- two. Texas A&M minus two. I'm going to take the hogs on that one. Really? Why not? Yeah, yeah. it's a neutral right. site game. Uh, I think it's in Jerry world, and, you know, that's just good vibes for Arkansas right there since he is a, a grad. So there you go. All right, so the NFL games here, Browns minus four and a half versus the Steelers. I'll be going with Pittsburgh on this one. Sorry, Browns fans. I got to I got to <sighs> I got to go with the Browns here. I just Pittsburgh. I don't want to sit there and have to root for that horrible offense. Uh, I think the only reason they covered that four is if something goes terribly wrong with the Browns offense uh, or Kenny Pickett comes in and starts lighting it up. But until they start doing that, I'm going to take the Browns minus four. Uh, We'll even, you know, I'll even do alternate spread on this minus six and a half on that one. (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, Tyvis picked Texas A&M if I didn't mention that one. And of course, you know, you know who he's picking for, for the Browns doing his work on the radio network, doing a good job there. And the Jets plus six versus the Bengals to finish it up. I've, I've learned my lesson through two weeks. Of course, this is when it goes bad, right? But no, the Jets are fired up right now. What Garrett Wilson did. The Bengals are at the point now where they're going to have to prove it to me once again, that they can start fast and, NFL's hard, man. It's like uh, Tyvis told the story about one of his coaches in Seattle. It's like, oh, you're used to that Ohio State football where you win by 35 or 45. It doesn't happen in the league. All the games are close. Give me the Jets right there. Getting that many points at home, give me New York. The, the Bengals are a mess right now. Yeah, and I know he hasn't been that good, but Lyle Collins not being in this week potentially is going to be big-time hurtful for them. Uh, the Bengals lost to the Jets last year in the Meadowlands. I think they are playing in the Meadowlands again for this one. Six and a half is just an insane number for a team that really hasn't shown me that they're in their groove yet. They are going to catch their groove, and they are going to make the playoffs. That is my guarantee for the Bengals. It's just a matter of when. I just don't think now Joe Flacco is going to throw 50 balls out there, and it's going to be uh, maybe a Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall show all over in the end zone for them. So I'm going to take the Jets six and a half. All right. Well, uh, Triple H, thanks so much for stopping by, man. Little uh, podcast special on the Buckeye Show here with the fastest, fastest picks in the world. I mean, once even you though said, those picks were not fast because we had unlimited time. Yeah, it's on the fine. Podcast. Once you came in and said, "Hey, do you want to make yeah. some picks?" I was like, "Yep." I'm yeah, I, and I knew it was going to go that way too because you're very in depth. You give lots of an analysis right there. What's what's the record so far? Uh, the year? record in the NFL is 14 and six, and the college football record. Uh, is not as good. I'm I'm catching up a little bit. 71, 73, and three. So yeah, I'm catching up. I'm, okay, I wasn't a, a whole. A click under 500. Just a click, but I'm I'm gonna but be over way 500 over 500 on pro picks. Well, I had a really it's good beautiful. week one. Week two was about 500. It's it's all gonna even out to be about 500. How about how about the dude that had the seven dollar bet to win a million? Did he really? And then Ooh, he I didn't took see this. the payout. So let me let me set it up for you. 
It was a 25-game parlay. 25. He hit the first 23 components. Unbelievable, right? And I think he had the doubleheader on Monday night. Yeah, yeah. Casino talked to him, said, hey, how about $250,000? Great cash out on his part. That's amazing. And he did it. Good for and, him. And, of course, his bets wound up hitting. So he would have had a million. So people would look idiot. back and say, what an oh, idiot. No, no, no. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> you cannot play it that way. Everybody was kind of agreeing smart play. Like that's on a $7 bet. Because if he didn't take it, the games wouldn't have, the universe would have switched around and it wouldn't have worked out for him. $250,000 on seven bucks. But I went 0-2 on Monday night, so if he would have switched it around, that means I would have won money. So what an idiot. No, just kidding. No, if any time you have the chance You'd have to done cash the exact out, same I would have done the exact same thing. I would have done the exact same thing. thing. I, absolutely. If no it's blame. a life-changing cash out yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, it's just insane, man. All right, so Buckeyes taking on the Wisconsin Badgers on Saturday night at 7.30. What a time to be alive. If you are uh, enjoying this Thursday here, the day where fall literally, literally arrived with a furious anger of chilly weather, a 28-degree temperature drop from that pathetic 92-degree Wednesday. We had mid-low 60s for the high here on Thursday. It was just purely phenomenal, just absolutely phenomenal. And good luck to you guys. I hope uh, whoever was listening to this winds up getting that pair of tickets to that uh, Wisconsin-Ohio State game. We're it's going to be awesome. Awesome. We're yeah. black. Triple H, thanks a lot, man. Tim, thanks for having me in here. Everybody out there, thank you so much. Of course, we stack all the shows right up here. So be sure that uh, you're always checking the podcast feed. Maybe we'll do uh, more stuff like this from time to time. Have a great day, morning, or evening, everybody.